Welcome to today's episode on the greenhouse effect. Today we're going to be discussing the importance of allowing your teenager to ask the question, why? Teenagers are at a critical stage in their development, and they are beginning to assert their independence and question the world around them. This can lead to a lot of frustration and misunderstanding, but allowing them to ask why can lead to stronger relationships and better understanding of each other and the world around them. The Greenhouse Effect is a weekly podcast hosted by youth pastor Avery Bowman. This podcast is for teens and their parents. Our goal is to encourage, support, and strengthen the home. Contrary to popular belief, one can survive in this present culture while maintaining a personal relationship with Jesus. Join us each week as we learn from God's Word. Here is your host, Avery Bowman. Hey, Mom and Dad, thank you for joining us today for another episode. Wow, you guys had me choked up there. Sorry about that, but thank you for joining us for another episode here on The Greenhouse Effect. I will say that um, each week, I feel like I get more and more excited, more and more passionate to share information that I've been reading and studying throughout the week and just looking into. And honestly, a lot of these conversations come about because of maybe perhaps conversations that I have with my wife or with my uh, mom or brothers and sisters and um, just parents that I talk to on a daily basis um, and interacting with individuals. And um, recently I had a good conversation about the importance of allowing your kid, your teenager, to ask the question why. And honestly, this goes against maybe a lot of uh, the way that a lot of us were raised and and talking it through this, it, it was kind of like a, um, a roundtable discussion. Um, some of the input was, well, when we were growing up, it was just do do what I tell you to do, period. End of discussion, and that's the way that it's going to be, right? But um, I will say that I, I have seen an increasing value and importance in the uh, – it's crucial – rather, to allow your teenager to ask the question why. And so the first segment, we're going to kind of go over and talk about maybe the um, negative effect of being a hypocritical parent, and then we're going to dive into the benefits of why it's important to um, go into and allow why it's important to let our teenagers ask why. And so As a parent, you play a critical role in shaping your children's character and behavior, and children often look up to their parents as role models, and they learn a great deal from their parents' just actions and behaviors, just from observations. So therefore, the first thing we have to consider is, are we hypocritical in our parenting style? Because this can have an extremely negative impact on our child's development. So I want I want us to consider some of the reasons that being a hypocritical parent is harmful. The first thing I have written down here is that it undermines our credibility. When you tell your child to do one thing but do the opposite, it completely undermines your credibility as a parent. Children are quick to notice inconsistencies and they'll be less likely to take your advice seriously if they see that you do not practice what you preach. It undermines our credibility. 
Number two, it sets a bad example, right? We're constantly setting example for our child and children, and they learn a great deal from their parents' actions and behaviors. So they're constantly observing. They're constantly seeing, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. And if we are hypocritical in our parenting styles, then we're setting a bad example for our children. Our children may learn to be hypocritical then as well. And this can be harmful to their relationships and interactions then with others. And so then it it turns into uh, negative effects for long term and it turns into a generational thing. Number three, it can damage the parent-child relationship. When we're hypocritical parents, it can damage the relationship that we have with our children. And our children may feel like they can't trust us and they feel like they're being judged unfairly. This can be resentment, distance between the children and the parent. Um, And so a lot of times hypocritical parenting leads to, number four, confusion. A lot of confusion goes along with hypocritical parenting. When we become hypocritical in our parenting, it can lead to a lot of confusion because they don't understand why they're being told to do one thing, but that they're allowed to do something else. And the confusion can be harmful to emotional and psychological developments. Number five, it can be harmful to your child's overall development. Hey, children learn a great deal from parents' actions and behaviors. And when a parent is hypocritical, it can have a negative impact on their development. They may learn to be hypocritical and struggle with issues related to trust and consistency. And so I want you to kind of go back, maybe think through these five different things and consider, am I a hypocritical parent? Now, is that something that's fun to admit if it's true? No, but I will tell you as a parent that is striving to do better, we better consider that. We better um, take stock on our own lives and evaluate those things. The same thing is true in our marriage. Are we hypocritical in our marriages? Are we hypocritical in our relationships at work? Um, I'm just saying that it's good to take stock in our lives. Matthew 7, 3 says, And why beholdest the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thy own eye? Hey, this verse reminds us not to focus on the faults of others and ignore our own faults and shortcomings. I know how easy it is to expose the shortcomings and faults in somebody else, but man, it's so hard sometimes to say, hey, buddy, look at yourself in the mirror. And so the the challenge and encouragement is, is that, look, we have to even look at the faults in our own life when it stacks up against our kids. It's easy to jump down our kids' throat and to say, hey, you're not doing this right. You're not doing that right. You're, But mom and dad, we got to look at ourselves in the mirror. And we have to consider if there is a beam in our own eye. And so um, it goes along with the mindset of do as I say, not as I do. Right? And that mindset is not going to be successful in a parenting atmosphere. It just flat out won't. It's not successful. Luke 6.46 says, 
And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Hey, this verse points out the inconsistencies of calling Jesus Lord, but not following his teachings. You know, why are we going to call him Lord, but we don't want anything to do with what he taught? Man, that's convicting. Are we living the Christian life? Or are we only putting it on for church on Sunday? Are we living it day in and day out behind the four walls of our home? But are, are we only doing it at church on Wednesday? Hey, we got to consider these things. The, it, it's extremely important to not be a hypocritical, hypocritical parent, but instead striving for consistency and integrity in our actions and in our words. Being a hypocritical parent is harmful to your child's development It undermines your credibility, it sets a bad example, and it can damage the parent-child relationship and lead to a lot of relationship or a lot of confusion. And as a parent, it is important that we model the behavior that we want to see in our children and that we are consistent in our actions and behaviors. Now let's go back to the original question that stemmed this whole episode. Why is it important to let your teenager ask the question why? Okay, for example, um, let's say a situation happens and you tell your teenager that they are grounded from their cell phone or they're not allowed to talk to a certain individual, okay? And initially, the response is, okay, whatever, Let's say two or three hours go by and your teenager comes back to you and they look at you and they say, mom, dad, why? Why can't I talk to that individual? Why can't I um, have my cell phone? What is your explanation to that? Then in that moment, are you going to say, because I said so? Because I don't want you to. Or are you going to be able to give them a reason? Are you going to um, explain to them? Maybe it's a safety thing that that is, you can't talk to this individual. Maybe it's a, um, a spiritual thing. Maybe there's, there's a hundred different explanations, but why? Okay, so when a teenager starts to question everything around them, and it seems like every single teenager does, it can get frustrating for parents. And they might feel like their authority is being challenged. But it's important to recognize that this questioning is normal and it's a healthy part of their development. Allowing them to ask questions can help them to develop critical thinking skills and and to understand the world around them in a deeper way. It can also help them to feel heard and valued, which can be incredibly important during this specific stage in their life. This is a huge part in their training. We can't miss this. I feel like this is massive in in their development. So here's some benefits that I wrote down of allowing your teenagers to ask why. Number one, to develop critical thinking skills. When teenagers are encouraged to ask why, they are forced to think critically about the world around them. 
they might start to question things that they have always taken for granted, and this can lead to deeper understanding of complex issues. So what are you having conversations about? When you sit down and they ask you why, are you going back to them and saying, well, why not? Are you putting questions back in their court, so to speak, and saying, well, give me some reasons why you should be able to. Give me some reasons why I should be expected to allow you to have uncontrolled access to fill in the blank. It it allows them to think critically. It challenges their thought process. It makes them understand your perspective a little better. Number two, it encourages independence. As teenagers ask why, they start asserting their independence and becoming more confident in their own thoughts and opinions. This can be an important step in their development, and it can help them become more self-assured adults. You know how many adults we have that don't have any confidence, that don't know how to make a decision? I wholeheartedly go back to it. They, they weren't allowed to ask why. They weren't allowed to think through processes in their mind. Number three, it builds trust and respect. When parents allow their teenagers to ask why and take their questions seriously, it builds a trust and respect in that relationship. It shows that their parents value the teenager's opinion and is willing to engage in a dialogue setting with them. Hey, we shouldn't be afraid of a why question. Hey, why can't I talk to this boy? Why can't I do this with that girl? Why can't I have interactions with these individuals? Why can't I stay out past blah, 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 right? Why, why, what is so harmful in going back and forth in a dialogue setting as their mom, as their dad, that God gave us the ability to be their parent? I don't think that we should be afraid to have those conversations, Hey, I personally think that it's a cop-out to say, hey, I'm your dad, and that's what I said. If you don't like it, go go to your bedroom. That's a cop-out. We're avoiding confrontation. We're, we're, it's an attempt to keep peace. But when we send our kids to their rooms with no explanation, do you know what that does to their psychological state? Do you know what that does when... There's millions of questions circling through their mind and they don't get it off their chest. And now they're going through something deep and and hard to deal with, but they're never going to come talk to me now because I just said, go deal with it on your own. I said, no, I'm just saying it's, it comes across as, Hey, I'm the final authority. And if you have a question, I don't have time to answer it. It improves communication. Number four. When teenagers feel like they can ask us why and that they're actually heard, it can lead to better communication between the parent and the child. And this can help strengthen the relationship and make it easier to navigate difficult issues and situations. Now, I will be open and honest and admit that there are challenges in letting your teenagers ask why. Of course, it's like anything, there are some challenges to this. Some of the things that I wrote down quickly, they might try to push some boundaries, right? When teenagers start to assert their independence, it can sometimes lead to them pushing boundaries in other areas. And this can be challenging for parents who may feel 
like they are losing control. And those are conversations that need to be had and expectations that need to be set. Like, hey, we had a conversation about this and you wanted open and honest, transparent communication about this. And and now as your dad, I feel like you're pushing this, this boundary here. Now as your mom, I feel like you're trying to get away with more here. So we can't just always um, allow them to take advantage, so to speak, of this flexibility. Number two, it's challenging beliefs. Sometimes when teenagers start to, to ask why, they may challenge your beliefs and your values as a parent. And this can be difficult for parents who may feel like their authority is being challenged. Number three, it's time-consuming. Answering all of your teenager's questions can be time-consuming. It can be exhausting. But these conversations are necessary. They're going to take time. Things that are of value in our home take time. It's worth it. It's our job as parents to take the time to do the due diligence and explain whatever is needing explained. Says Isaiah 118, it says, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Hey, this verse is highlighting the importance of reasoning and questioning, even when it comes to hard things in our lives. 1 Peter 3.15 says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Hey, be ready to give an answer. Not only to an individual that you run into out in the world that has a question about the faith. No, be ready to give your teenager an answer. Be ready to give your daughter an answer and your son an answer, even if it's at 1030 at night, even if it's at the wee hours of the morning, even if you have to to take them out and do their specific favorite hobby, but be ready to give an answer to your teenager. It encourages believers to explain their faith with gentleness and respect. Allow your teenager to ask why is extremely important part of their development, and it can help them to develop critical thinking skills, to become more independent, to build trust and respect in the relationship, and improve communication. Hey, I can't thank you enough for listening to this episode of our podcast, and we hope that you found it helpful. But let me know if there's ever anything you need. And I want you to know that I am praying for you today. I'm praying for your teenager today, and I'm praying for your family today because God wants to do something mighty through you all. Let's consider the benefits of allowing open dialogue in our homes. I can't thank you enough for taking your time and your day to listen to The Greenhouse Effect. I want to challenge you if you would like to leave a suggestion of a topic that you would like to hear, go to www.greenhouseeffectpodcast.com and at the bottom of the website there on the right hand corner, there's a little microphone and you can click on that and then leave me a voice message and let me know what you would like to hear about 
Let me know if you have a prayer request, a, a way that I can pray for you specifically, or there's a way to leave a message there in that same spot. And please let me know. I want to pray for you. I want to be here for your family in a better way. Um, and we're here for teenagers. So please do that. Be sure to um, uh, share this podcast with your friends. Uh, we want to be there for each and every teenager that we can. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review. The greatest trick Satan has ever pulled is convincing the world he does not exist. We have to live in light of the reality that he walks about seeking whom he may devour. He is alive and well today. Remember to work out your salvation today. May God bless you richly as you seek to walk with him. Thank you.